welcome to a gem of a secret podcast. My name is Donatella, my secrets. And my name is Coco Gem Holiday. How you doing tonight, Coco? Um, so today specifically, I yeah. am doing mediocre. Let me tell you why. Is um, I'm finding out that my body is now older because I have celebrated my birthday this last week. Yes. Um, also, she might have liver failure, but whatever. It's no big deal. It's, it's no big deal. It happens, <laughs> happens to the best of us, apparently. And the worst of us. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I feel that. I, um, I can tell that I'm just getting old because my body hurts all the time. Yeah, you make so. noises when you lay down and you make noises when you get up and that's how you know you're getting older. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I bent over to like write on a piece of paper today at work and then my sciatic nerve like twitched out on me and um, I couldn't walk for like one second. So that was fun. And then she's like, and then I fell on the floor and I peed myself <laughs> and my Basically. coworkers were a little alarmed. There's just like no <laughs> dignity in getting older. <laughs> That my my favorite episode, not my favorite. It's like one of my favorite episodes of Golden Girls. There's a part when Sophia's talking to her friend who's no longer was no longer at the home with her, and yeah. she's like, "Why are you in a place like this?" She's like, and I think the iconic line was like, "No," she's like, "I was fine getting old, but nobody told me that getting old was so expensive." Yeah, fuck. Yeah, and I was just like, and I it, and it was like it hit me. They're like, "Yeah," because like after the money dries up, and then this, that, and the other, and all these other things, and I feel the same way too. Like. Like, I got a bill, like, so, because I, you know those things when you get the explanation of benefits kind of thing and whatever, where it's like, this is not a bill, but Mm -hmm. this is what you went through. So I went through some tests with my doctor, and they, I was in that room for like 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. and the bill was like 200, $300. Yeah. Um, And then suddenly, like two days later, it was just my copay. Yeah. And I was just like, what in the I got, world? I got two of those too, and it freaked me out. But yeah. then I realized I'm like fully covered. I was like, for my like ultrasound and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I was like, holy fuck, that's how much <laughs> this is? What? Yeah, yeah, that's how, yeah, that's what I was getting. I was getting an ultrasound on my liver to find out if it's mama's ridiculous. dying. It's yeah. so expensive to die. Yeah, which reminds me, Donna, what are you wearing this evening? <laughs> dying reminds me to ask you, what are we wearing? Well, this um, Speaking of dying, I'm wearing black. Um, (laughs) And I'm also wearing white because I'm dressed as a killer whale. Fun fact, did you know that killer whales are natural predators to moose? I... I don't even understand how the moose gets close to water. Like that's <laughs> they what? things in the water, and then the killer whales have like been known to like eat mo- eat moose. But how do they? Get, I'm just, there's so many questions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing, Coco? Uh, I'm wearing a killer moose. No, I'm just okay. <laughs> but in the spirit of Donna's story, um, I'm wearing brown. Oh. Um, specifically just brown um, no other colors and then like but I have like this flesh colored hat on it looks really alarming to people who don't realize that it's just fabric oh. but it does look like skin from a distance yeah rawr yeah. it's alarming <laughs> it is it's alarming <laughs> up close <laughs> so we have another interview for y'all tonight yeah we have a special guest because you know we said we were going to start doing that more for you listeners yeah um please take since this is our episode two of our new season mm-hmm. uh please make sure to listen to episode one of season three where we interviewed sue from corporate sue from corporate yes. yeah oh by the way her parents like i said bought a stage for local lounge and uh-huh. we did an audience applause thing and so now we're calling the stage the kavanaugh stage that's really cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, we were. It was either between the corporate stage uh-huh. or the Kavanaugh stage. And the funny thing is, we were actually going to call it um, stage from corporate. That was on the table too, which is actually a funny name. <laughs> that is funny. But it's super hard to say. Next up to the stage from, st- next up to the stage on the stage from corporate stage. 
because it's a because now it's easier. Next up on the Kavanaugh stage, yeah, that's easier, right? Okay, yeah, it holds <laughs> off the tongue a bit better. It does. <laughs> but yeah, oh, but before we get too far in, Donna, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I will let you know after this brief commercial break, Coco. Uh, oh, you sound so good. I know, thank you. You do too. You know where we could hear more of that at? Yeah, you know, I just heard that they're doing drag queen karaoke every Thursday at Local Lab. Really? Yeah, you can come. You don't have to be in drag. You sign up like regular karaoke, but they did add a new thing post COVID to where you put a microphone condom on. That way, you don't get sick. So it's safe. It is. And it's inclusive and it's fun. 21 plus though. Yes. Yeah. No minors allowed at this karaoke. Yeah. So please come enjoy the sassy drag queens and let's go out and sing. Maybe hear somebody better or probably someone worse. Bring your friends. Let's have a good cocktail and enjoy some karaoke. It's a podcast with Coco and Donna. Tell a podcast. Tune into what they tell you podcast. With Coco and Donatella Podcast. All right, Coco, I'm feeling creative and incredibly fantastic because we have Mona Chrome tonight. Hey, Mona. How are you? Hi, Mona. Pretty good. Happy to be home from work, finally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's dive in. And I want to know, where did you get your drag name from? First, in high school, I was like, I literally had like a whole page in my sketchbook of just names. My name originally was going to be Shiesty. Ooh. But eventually, like, I don't know, I tried to rip off an Adventure Time character's name at one point. And then like literally in my color theory class, I was like, ooh, what's like a like a term I could turn into a name? And then like... Somebody mentioned the Mona Lisa and we were also talking about like monochromatic color schemes. And I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's cool. It's funny how something just sticks with people. Like that's really cool. That is really cool. So Mona is part of that Zoomer generation. Cause that's what I call them the Zoomers. Um, who is part of that TikTok generation that, uh, period um, generation. Um, and so, like, we've been, we actually were going to interview you. <laughs> yeah, we did a whole episode about like different generations and we wanted to interview you. <laughs> I, I will say, nobody has ever made me because, feel more old than Mona. Because we're aging millennials. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm on like the older end of the spectrum of like Gen Z. Like, I think the youngest person in Gen Z is like, 13 probably younger yeah. <laughs> and mona's 22 year old ass is like what <laughs> so how long um how long have you been performing in drag three years as of last month oh which is God. weird to think about <laughs> period yes no, just, yeah. <laughs> so because you were you're part of the ball culture aren't you Fairly new. Uh, it would be a year as of, I think, well, actually, no, two years now, next month. Damn. So. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Dang. Dang. That's, that's really exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really- I, I'm, it's weird thinking about how long I've been involved in things now, because it doesn't feel like it's been that long. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh. I've been doing this for much longer than I think I have. Cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, good for you because, like, seriously, you're 
you're incredibly talented. I remember the yeah. first time I watched you perform, I guess you had just, it was, you were performing at CC's. I think it might've been one of your first few times performing at CC's. And um, I remember you yep. came out on that dance floor, liquid white liner of makeup. And yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that. You're, ass face. Uh, <laughs> your like makeup style is so distinct. Like what inspired you to use like the white liner for like the brows and stuff? Um, my art and also anime just I my end goal is always to look like or at least to look like an anime villain not necessarily Uh to have the behavior of one but like (laughs) the aesthetics yes (laughs) it's so cool yeah it's like super graphic and yeah yeah I I mean it's the end game for me um anyway um, (laughs) just going to throw out the other grandma (laughs) (laughs) I mean like if if you like look at any of like the art that I've like posted anywhere there's always a bunch of just like white little like dots and like highlights all over like people's faces and shit so it's just like why don't I just like take that and just put it here yeah it's actually I've actually thought about because a lot of people in our city will recreate each other's looks and stuff like that. Nobody's ever recreated mine. They're like, well, Coco's too basic. Um, <laughs> no, actually, Kisses Ash did it once. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I mean, we I, were supposed to swap faces at one point. Yeah, we were. Oh, yeah, we were going to do a face swap for um, that bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been super cool. But I wanted, I, I do want to do a monochrome recreation look because you, you have such dynamic. Um, so makeup dynamic. it's yeah. so cool and just uh for all of our listeners out there uh, i am gonna i always post photos of our guests on our website at, at gem of a secret podcast.com so you can see what we're talking about but yeah i kind of do a recreation mona look and just see where it goes man i'm just gonna yeah. wear <laughs> out that liquid white liner you um, buy like five things of white liner for, by nicks and uh, i think you'll be good <laughs> <laughs> you'll be good yeah until i mess up on that brow they're like girl why is one of your brows like up here and i'm like because like, it once it's on it's on <laughs> I'm like, once it's on, you ain't fixing that shit if it's all the way up here you just gotta you have to commit oh my goodness so what is the five-year plan for ms monochrome Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I have not thought ahead that that far honestly i mean i don't really know i haven't necessarily have like had my like drag planned out i've just been kind of like seeing how it goes <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. what works i mean i definitely do want to make drag part of my career at some point but sure yeah I I don't necessarily know what like the five year plan is. Yeah. Aside from just like performing, practicing, you know, like sewing and like trying different things at some point, you know. Yeah. I get Maybe that. auditioning for Drag Race. Who knows? Yeah, I see you because you have very much Simone vibes, right? Like that is very no, much then, like watching yeah. season thirteen. I was like, yeah. That, okay <laughs> you're like well and, then you, and it can work too because like even like I, we talked about this about 100 times on this podcast but i will bring it up another time but like <laughs> even like simone's do-rag look like for a thing having a train and doing it with a do-rag is some mm-hmm. crap i'd see you do because like it's it's that it's is interesting enough. i have 
literally talked with my sister about for at least a couple years as like some like I want to see a queen on drag race in a do-rag if it is not me yeah <laughs> yeah yeah T it's it's, tea. it's it's gorgeous it was beautiful I love yeah, that look so everything. much everything oh my god I love her so much um <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell me so um I want to know, like, what is your favorite show to perform in, or what is your favorite show to have performed in? Ask. Yeah, um, I would say it's a tie between Black Magic and Killer Queen, mm. which Killer Queen is not currently running anymore. Um, I don't know if it'll come back, but um, that was like one of my first reoccurring gigs. I was like, oh people actually like really like my shit. Okay, cool. Let's mm-hmm. see how this goes. Um, and they just, I feel like that show especially kind of helped propel me a little bit and like mm-hmm. accelerate like how I've progressed in performing a bit. Um, and then just like, as far as like black magic goes, and I'm not just saying this cause my drag mother puts, produces the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, love being around everyone in that show like it's always a good time as far as i know there's no drama really going on at least not now i'm involved in and it's just no, i don't yeah. know i always have fun at black magic always it is like, good it's it, it's such a good show i'm uh so black magic listeners is a monthly recurring show in portland and at the time of filming this it happens on the second saturday of the month it's mm-hmm. produced by Rogue Storm Safari, and right now it's hosted by Devlin Lynn Phoenix and myself. And Here it is. is it is one of my favorite shows. It's been one of my favorite shows for the longest time. And it's so good. And Mona's on cast with it. And like she said, Rogue is her drag mother. And it it is. It's like, it's one of those times to where you see how you really level up, right? Like, because a lot of us Black girls get booked in the show to be the wow girl. Like, you know, yep. hit the high note Beyonce <laughs> um, or whatever for the show. Mercedes and Glee. Yes, <laughs> the Mercedes <laughs> yes. And that's and that but that show, it's like you you're not everybody is really talented and so and then everybody has the same shade. So like you know your tips, your <laughs> your bombs, your successes are all you. Like the, it wasn't because you were the wow girl, you got booked. Yep. It's a cast, they know what they're gonna get. Like it's kind of cute and like it lets me show that like I got some good hosting chops. So like Yeah. Uh, and also <laughs> everyone is so different from each other i feel like a lot of people tend to think all black queens are the same in some weird kind of way and that's mainly just because everyone is just shown the same thing all the time so like i think what's great about black magic is that like everyone is so different from each other i mean there's probably still some similarities between us all but like that's there's nothing wrong with that to me um but there's still enough things different from each of us for each other that I feel like there's something for everyone to go see Black Magic, aside from just supporting, you know, Black queer artists. So, like, that's, like, one of, like, my favorite things about Black Magic as well. Yeah, I love that, too. Um, and the other thing, too, is, like, I'm truly seeing that people are starting to appreciate it more because, like, it's always been sold out, really. And the tips are good and, like, people are really showing out for it. And you always turn the party real hard with your your whole, like, let's get on the floor and flip our braids nonsense and whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, yes, get my, it. Like, 
30 inch braids all over the place might put somebody's eye out most likely mine um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good though it's cool it's such a cool style so i did want to know who does your hair i do it myself dang damn how long does that take seriously oh <laughs> last, one, <laughs> last ones i did uh a lot of times i usually end up pulling all-nighters to do my hair just because i'm impatient mm. um Honestly, it probably takes about 12 hours. Yeah. And that's just because, you know, like, size of them, like, thickness, and just how long they are. Like, they're usually, like, to my knee at the, mm-hmm. lo- at the longest. And mm-hmm. I'm 6'2", so that's quite a feat. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of hair. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I like the extraness of it all. <laughs> actually i used to um i used to do it too girl like in college um actually no even after college i would get i remember the last time i did this this was so funny like i had some long 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 individuals that i got done i was in that salon chair for pff, i don't even i celebrated a birthday it just was so long, so long in there and then i remember when we were taking it out i have four of my white friends helping me take that out of my hair and after a point because my hair wasn't long we were cutting it and then we were unbraiding it because it was just it took yep. a minute yeah. <laughs> when i take them out i cut them like right under where my hair stops and then i just mm-hmm. undo the rest of it because i'm not trying to sit there and just like <laughs> that's why we don't like, see Mona very often she's just braiding and unbraiding her hair all right? the time <laughs> <laughs> most of my time is at home just braiding my hair <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it so um, so I saw you recently wearing a wig uh-huh. and how was that for you I loved it that was my second time in a wig ever like, the one time was at, like, CeCe's however long ago. But, and, like, not too many. I don't think many people showed up at that show. That's probably why nobody really remembers it. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, this time around, I'm trying to take, like, longer breaks in between my braids, especially now that I've, like, bleached my hair for the first time. So, like, I'm trying mm-hmm. not to, like, keep it keep them in as long as i usually do which i already know you're not supposed to keep them in that long mm-hmm. i just do it anyway because i'm lazy <laughs> T. but i don't know i just i just wanted to like you know test it out a little bit i i at some point wanted to do wigs it's just i love having my braids in so much i just like mm-hmm. was being stubborn and didn't want to like take them out <laughs> Oh, okay. have you ever put a wig on though, and been like, "This is my hair now, and it lives on me"? <laughs> Honestly, that was that was the wig at the show. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I like, I got a I, mullet recently that I felt that way with. I was like, "This is mine now." <laughs> like, Never I like. Off. I mean, since I hadn't had time to really like do all the lace and shit, it was tied down with a headband. But I was still like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like part of me. Mm-hmm. And like with the shades on, I felt like Mary J. Blige. So you know. Uh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You did. You look sickening. I thought it looked so good. Nice. And it was. It was just such a cool dynamic look. I love how we just spent half an hour talking about Mona's hair. But I feel like people who are listening to your interview want to know about it, but they feel like it's problematic to ask in Portland. They're like, well, I don't want to ask her about I mean, her hair. Ask her about her damn hair. <laughs> my hair, honestly, is my identifier. Because without my hair, and people usually don't know what I look like. 
That's kind of tea. Yeah, I, so, I will admit. Like, it's one of those things. Like I remember when I performed a couple months ago with just my fro. I was I like on the way there. I had the realization. I was like, oh, none of these people have ever seen me in person with just my hair. Yeah. Like I rem I remember that show because I was like, oh, she's wearing a wig and Atlas, as Atlas does, <laughs> screamed as loud as possible at me. I was like, no, that's her hair. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh shoot, I stand corrected. Person screaming at me. <laughs> that was also like, I want to say, a week or two after I had just dyed my hair too. So it was like pretty brightly orange. I mean, it still is, but like mm. it was still like a bit of a different look than what I'm normally used to in terms of like how my natural hair looks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I'm trying different things hair wise, you know? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I also like that you have a long enough neck to wear O earrings. Like I do, I can't wear hoops <laughs> that big. My hoops have to be like literally like an inch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure these could probably sit around my neck. Uh, bigger the O, bigger the Mona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know if you don't mind me having mm -hmm. some conversation. So I know you don't drive. Um, how nope. has it been <laughs> getting to gigs yeah. and stuff? Uh, eh. <laughs> Usually it's just like, okay, if I have money still for my paycheck, I'll just order a lift. And when yeah. I get there, depending on who is there, I will ask if they can give me a ride home, which is usually Coco or Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and like recently, Amy. Y'all oh, have yeah. been like the main three and also Touche. Mm -hmm. Y'all have been like the main four. <laughs> if like I'm like I'm usually like if one of y'all are there, usually I'm I know I'm able to like get a ride home, but I'm always like I need to make sure I have enough on my card. So then oh, if they're not able to, then I can still get home. Yeah. But also I've ridden the bus in drag two gigs from gigs with my giant ass bag full of shit. I don't mind doing it. I just hate doing it. <laughs> oh, like, I, I get it. Like, I don't um, want nobody coming up to me and being like, well, you look so cool. And then I'm just like, leave me alone. I have my headphones on. I'm trying to get to a gig. It's like, <laughs> I, got, I got, like, yelled at one time by a guy on a bus. And, like, people had to, like, get in between me and him. And it was really, oh, it was an awkward. Yeah, it was an awkward situation because I took the bus to gigs when I was first here. Dang. Yeah. That's it's scary. It's definitely always like a nerve-wracking experience, especially yeah. like in the case of me. I feel like a lot of times I look like a clown of some sorts. So like, I don't know how people would react to that. I'm just like, I don't know if people would be like, who is this crazy person yeah. on the bus? Like, <laughs> or yeah. like, just like, oh, they look cool. Like, yeah. I just so try I, to mentally prepare myself. <laughs> I get, no, I get it. I get you it. Have to. And no, I, I love taking Mona home because you'll get one of two Monas. You'll get Mona is, I'm tired, I work too hard, and she won't say nothing. She'll be on her phone the whole time. Or you yep. get the, like, I still kind of have hyphy energy, and she just talks the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I either don't no shut up at all, or I say nothing. Yep. No in-between at all. I'm like, how you doing, girl? Fine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I got, I got I'm good. Can we get the food? <laughs> No, it was so fun. Yeah, because Mona's Mona hungry after the gig. 
Oh my god, same. <laughs> like people are always like coffee or like Red Bull or like them. For me, it's food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just did a show because I'm not. I'm like only doing like sober shows and stuff mm-hmm. um, lately. But I just did a show, and yeah, even not drinking, like the first thing I wanted to do was go through the Popeyes drive-through. Right. I, was like, I, I thought mean... that that would go. I thought it was the No, it's. <laughs> It's drag, no, mama. I've become addicted to food now. I've replaced, like, I'm filling oh, the whole, I, that's, okay. I'm gaining weight a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like so many people, you know, <laughs> everyone is like, this quarantine. <laughs> it really be like that sometimes. Though. I'm yeah. just like, I could really go for like, you know, like three meals, maybe. <laughs> absolutely i i have two i've stopped for drinking real. and it's the way it's coming i ordered two burritos tonight for myself and ate both of them <laughs> <laughs> <As you> said. <laughs> oh goodness so i have noticed about your drag you're wearing taller heels now i've noticed yes so when did that so what what sparked that i don't know i think it's just been a subconscious thing i just like a ridiculous shoe <laughs> I, I mean it's like this weird battle of like i like a really ridiculous shoe but also i move around a lot when i'm performing so i have to yeah. also make sure i like can keep my balance i try to make sure whatever shoe i'm performing in and i have at least practiced walking around in it <laughs> mm-hmm. a little bit <laughs> because like that's one thing like i learned from like my mom like teaching my sister how to walk in heels is like her like main thing was like, do not leave the house in that shoe unless you can confidently go out and not fall over or yeah. stumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that's a lot different from like running around on stage and like grabbing money from people. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you know, like I at least want to be able to just like be able to walk around and know that like if I'm paying attention, I won't fall over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah important i get that i get that because no you do dynamic you do dynamic numbers do you ever choreograph your routines nah i (laughs) great next question i guess Um, i try to have like an idea in my head but i don't really like practice outside of just from like listening to the song and trying Mm. to get at least the majority of the words down Mm -hmm. and kind of listening to like how the song flows I would like to try to like choreograph stuff at some mm-hmm. point. I just need to like actually try to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who are some of your favorite artists to perform to? Chloe and Hallie, which like, I'm, as y'all noticed, I wear out ungodly hour, like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying not to perform it as much. Yeah. But it's like, it's one of those songs that like, if I don't know, what to do then I can I can just send that in and know I'll be fine mm-hmm. um, I'm trying not to perform this specific artist that much anymore just because I'm trying to take a break from her but Azealia Banks yeah um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean <laughs> which sucks because like yeah in my opinion one of my best songs I perform is 1991 right and I performed that at the first Killer Queen and I remember after that performance specifically, a lot of people started like asking me to be in their shows more. And I don't know, it's it's like one of those songs that like, especially like had not too long after coming out and kind of like coming into like my queerness, you know, that yeah. song 
was definitely like an anthem of mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. She has some amazing music. Yeah, I mean, she's uber talented, like a great songstress. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's it's one of those things where like I hate when people do this, but like, do I separate the art from the artist? Yeah, I can't really at this point yeah. with her. But it's just like, if there's ever a moment where like I really feel like I really want to perform her, I just have to suck it up and do it. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's just like eh, I'm trying not to do her no more. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, it, I get it because the whole I so like when Todrick like you know went through his cancellation of not playing performers, I had wanted to do, which I still haven't done. I wanted to do Drip Pisha. Oh, and like, but he got canceled like right at the time that came out. And I was like, kisses, I want to do this with you. And she's like, I don't know if we can do that yet, girl. Like he real canceled. <laughs> and I'm just like, cause Todrick has some cute little bops for drag. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I want to party. But like, sometimes you just can't like, like. I like high key wanted to perform nails, hair, hips, heels. But once it got to Shablam for me, I was kind of like, mm. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. I don't know if I can do that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, whenever I performed it, I put it in a mix. Um, mm-hmm. So when he starts, like, so when he gets too repetitive at the end there, like, I just cut into a different song because, like, I'm just like, mm, it, mm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and honestly, Todrick, I mean, Todrick at times, let's be real, uses his blackness to, like, sell records and whatever. Yeah. And it, it ain't the cutest. Like, Mm-mm. It's whatever. I mean, like, I respect anyone's hustle. I respect playing in those white worlds because, you know, the music industry is still very white and, like, you know, playing up to, like, what they want to hear and whatever. I get it. But, like, at the same time, it's just like, mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I had to take a break from Todrick, too. I was just like, hey, looking too good for you right now. I need to... <laughs> <laughs> like, keep you over there. Create some distance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so I you went to you went to college, right? Yes. Uh, no? for a little bit. <laughs> Did you say a little bit? I tried. <laughs> I'm just now going back. I get it. <laughs> I went to community college for like a year. They were being weird with my tuition because my mom had like a job with them for a little bit, so my tuition was supposed to be free. And my sister was going there too. So, and her tuition was free, but they were still charging me tuition. Mm-hmm. So that mess happened. And then, so um, at that point, my mom was like, let's just go straight to the art Institute then. Cause I was going to transfer there at some point anyway. And then a year after I started going to the art Institute, they closed the Portland camp. And I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm just not in school then. Well, yeah, yeah, Um, I get it. I get why going to school is important. It's just like, I personally don't really want to go back right now. I don't really see myself going back at any point. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I mean, it's just kind of just like how I feel at the moment. Right. Absolutely. I was like majoring in fashion too. And like, I know, like, at one point, I'm pretty sure PSU offered something like that, or, like, costume design, but I don't think they do anymore. And, like, and I, there's, like, a Portland Fashion Institute, but it's just, like, uh, do I really want to go back to school? Mm-hmm. No. Because then it's just, like, I have to juggle that, and also having a job, 
and then also the drag. And I don't know if I can do all three of those things at the same time. Right. So like, just kind of like, eh. plus Not also, like, I literally like, I think I started going to community college like about like two, three weeks after I graduated high school. So there was really like no break in between. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of burnt out from school. School is okay. I, I get it. School is hella stressful. In general. It is. It is. It is hella stressful. Starting next week again. So I get that. <laughs> so, like, I, so yeah. I, I mean, I, I get it. Like you got to figure out what your passions are. Yeah. So um, we have a couple more questions for you. And one thing I want to know is, mm-hmm. being part of Gen Z, um, what is your for you page like? <laughs> <laughs> On, on Instagram? On TikTok. What's your oh, on TikTok. Like? Well, I don't really use TikTok that often. What? But funny thing is, before I even looked at any TikToks or anything, when I first made the account, majority of what who they were showing me were all black. And I was kind of like, is this because my profile picture, y'all can't see? <laughs> 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 like, what? going on here <laughs> but like yeah. now, it's mainly like fashion tiktok mm. and um a lot of black creators and also a lot of queer creators too um i think that's some... mainly because like the people who i look at a lot fall into those groups yeah there's so, some bullshit going on on tiktok with black creators being censored a lot lately it is I've, I've seen it because I have this. I one of my TikToks that I watched said this person was trying to get monetized or whatever, or whatever, whatever that's called on TikTok. And they basically said, "I'm a TikTok creator who, um, you know, is about black empowerment, is a black supremacy, or black lives matter, or black excellence, and all of those words um, made it to mm-hmm. where they said that there's a content warning." Yeah. And I was just like, "Dang, that's that's it's, messed up." Yeah, TikTok is. <clears throat> well, there's a lot of great content on there. TikTok is very, <laughs> it's very problematic in it lots. Of ways. It's mm-hmm. very racist and very homophobic and also kind of mm-hmm. sexist. Yeah, and definitely like, misogynistic. Like there was, like I'm pretty sure y'all heard about the recent TikTok strike when um, that shit came out, and yeah. like. All the black creators were like, we are not creating any kind of dances for this. Y'all keep taking these dances from other black content creators right. yep. and then making so much money and all these careers off of it, but never crediting the original person. Yeah. And then like watching <laughs> all these people try to make dances <laughs> without these creators has been hilarious. <laughs> it has been hilarious. Uh, I saw some yeah. of them. I was, was like, like, dang. <laughs> I'm just like, what what is all of this? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, y'all are really lost. <laughs> it's so, it's so bad. It's, it I actually watched the whole scandal about the one girl who did that one, obviously the one girl who did the one dance, but then like three girls, like three white girls, like went and did it and they got on TV doing yeah, it. And like, did. they yeah. never said that they were the creators of it, but they was got famous it, from doing it. The renegade it. dance? I, I think so. I think that, that was, was like it. the main one that really kind of got everybody to be like, so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and she never got like the creation for it. And, like they got the rights for, sorry, gave her her flowers for it. Nope. And then so 
after the girls are on a TV, she got like to do it at like the halftime game, like a bas like halftime show for a basketball game. And I thought that was pretty cool. But then like then she did the dance with the girls who were already famous and whatever. And like, you know, kind of giving her flowers in that way, but it was still so yucky. Like yeah, I, I just yeah, like, y'all really did that because people called you out for it. Yeah, and it's just like it—it it didn't feel genuine at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely, it was damage control. So, Very- um, our our silly question that we like to ask every single person who sent this: <laughs> If you got into a bar fight, oh lord, um, who would you want on your team out of the port? You have to name three Portland drag artists who would be on your on your side of the bar fight. Um, and why? Shaniqua was the first person that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you want anybody on your side, Shaniqua is one. Yeah. Because okay? yeah. <laughs> if you are on the She's opposite popular. side of her, you are not winning. <laughs> you are not winning. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shaniqua Volk will get that ass by any means. <laughs> like... Ooh, Jesus. God, she's came up a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um hmm. I don't know who else, honestly. <laughs> Maybe honestly, probably Stephanie. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Stephanie does not play. Like I, I feel like Stephanie would be. <laughs> she, she yeah. Got you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and right. then, hmm. Pop, mm-hmm. Really, they're really like the the main two who are coming to mind. Okay. Okay. That's that's fine. We'll we'll <laughs> allow fine. two. Um, <laughs> we'll allow two. Uh, I can't remember. Like, last kiss, and if I ever got in a fight situation, it would definitely be better if it was a situation where I did not have my braids in. Because, <laughs> like, long, long hair in a fight situation mm-hmm. gives yeah. too much room for people to pull dirty tricks. And I'm not trying to do all that. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. You want a fair fight. You want a fair fight. Yeah. I, was one, I was one of those girls who I would, when I would get into fights in middle school, I would pull hair. I, <laughs> I was like, I'm Almost gotten in fights, but I've never actually gotten in one. Probably because people knew I had a temper, at least when I was younger. Because <laughs> uh-huh. like I was definitely that kid that people got upset for their entertainment, which not fun. Yeah. But like I legit yeah. one time almost pushed a kid down some stairs. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I think after that, everybody was like, okay. Maybe we should uh, leave leave Gary alone. Leave, leave him over there. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Good deal. So that um, that kind of brings us to the yeah. end of our episode. Um, thank you so much for being on. Tell the kids your social. Um, all my socials are at Miss Mona Chrome. That is Instagram, Facebook. Well, no, not Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. And also TikTok, but I don't post on TikTok. Um, those are also my Venmos and my Cash App. Oh, somebody <laughs> finally listened. Uh, no longer yucky anymore. <laughs> yeah, Mona, no, I gotta tell this. I gotta say, it. Mona's Venmo was like yucky with like seventeen, 17 Y's. Seven Y's. 
<laughs> Can you imagine being like, yeah, it's why, why, why. I, And I told her once, I was like, I'm not putting that down. I'm not putting that down. I'm I was like, okay. <laughs> I was, oh man, I was feeling all the way. Um, but yeah, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you for being our second interview of this third season that we have here. No problem. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> and you look gorgeous. You look gorgeous. Yeah, follow Mona, follow Mona yeah, and all follow stuff, Mona. and we'll have it on our website. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune in next week for a Gem of a Secret podcast. Bye. This has been another episode of a Gem of a Secret podcast. The hosts of HM of a Secret Podcast are Donatella My Secrets and Coco Jim Holiday. You may follow Donatella My Secrets at Donatella underscore My Secrets on Instagram. You may follow Coco Jim Holiday at Coco Jim Holiday on Instagram. Original music by Touche Douche and Party Favors. You can follow them respectively at The Touche Douche and at Party Favors Music on Instagram. For more exclusive content, visit www.ajemofasecretpodcast.com. That is A-J-E-M of a secret podcast.com. Be sure to tune in every week on Thursday for a new episode wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any comments or questions, email us at ajemofasecretpod at gmail.com. Please don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe. Until next time, goodbye.